Can you be quiet, please? Hello, my name is Ali Moore. Um, I work for the London Waste and Recycling Board, otherwise known as LWARB, and I'm here in our beautiful circular offices with our chief executive, Wayne Hubbard. Hello, hello, Wayne. hello, hello, hello. Hi. Um, so we're going to talk to you a little bit today about the new podcast that we're going to be doing. What are we going to be doing, Wayne? Yes, we're going to be making a series of podcasts called The Circular Economy Playbook. Um, of course. So for those of you unfamiliar with American football, um, a playbook is, of course, a collection of ways of doing things or plays on the field that are predefined. So a set of instructions or guidelines or practical rules for making something happen. Uh, and um, uh, throughout this series, we're going we're gonna to try and explain, demystify and showcase um, the circular economy. What is it? Some real examples. Um, talk to movers and shakers in business and government who are putting circular economy into practice. It's it's uh, obviously becoming um, uh, something that's everyone's talking about. Certainly in our world, and there's lots of interest out there. Um, but sometimes people don't really understand what this thing is, and we're going to try and help to explain that and identify some of the good practice that's already happening out there. We have a particular focus, as you'd expect, from the London Waste and Recycling Board on cities. So we're really interested in cities. So our first, um, our first episode is going to be um, about what this thing is called the circular economy, um, because it's not well understood. Um, and then we'll be looking in future episodes at all those big city themes like finance and how to finance circular economy, um, the role of the creative industries, the role of government and media and all the things that we think make London great. Um, one that we talked about today was the role of artisans, repairers and others in the circular economy because we feel that our city has a, a kind of hidden industrial revolution happening behind mm. uh, behind muse, muses and under arches yeah. and in garages like at and the garages. end of gardens and, yeah. uh, in offices like ours which you'll be hearing a bit of noise, I think, behind us, because yeah, it's a busy so, office. I mean, the thing about this podcast, we want to, make, we want to keep it simple. It's, um, it's do-it-yourself. So we're doing it um, deliberately in our office. We're not, we're not hiring a studio. So you'll hear noise in the background. And um, if you don't hear any noise, um, maybe, maybe something's wrong and we need yeah. to get people more Everyone's busy. gone home. <laughs> so, yeah, we've already got some interviews in the bag, haven't we, Wayne? We've been out and about collecting them. Yeah, we've been, uh, we, we go to uh, various different events, um, trying to, uh, I guess, cross-pollinate ideas so we can take the best and we can share our th thoughts and practice with other people to accelerate the circular economy. But in, in doing that, we also come across and meet and talk to um, some really interesting people who have got some valuable and interesting insights to share. And, and, and we thought um, it would be extremely useful to help share those insights with a wider audience yeah and we are happy to speak to anybody who gets in touch if you want to contribute if you think you've got something to say give us a ring get in touch um and we'll be out and about collecting interviews over the next few months and so. we've got uh, a taster yeah taster coming up
So while you and I were in Barcelona recently, Wayne, we were at the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, various events there, um, and we had some great conversations with different people from a number of different organisations, global businesses and smaller organisations, um, about circular economy and what it means to them. And we have a short clip now from David Kfas, who is a brand strategist at Adidas. On the other hand, there is that increased awareness of the consequences that consumption has brought upon us across sectors, across industries, just in general, and the challenges we face as a planet from ocean pollution, plastic pollution, climate change, um, droughts, um, floods. It's, it's becoming more frequent and um, that awareness is out there. So consumers, people, I am asking the question, how can I make a difference through my day-to-day choices? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not using plastic straws anymore, but, but straws out of metal. Right? That's, it's an easy choice and I know what the impact of that choice is. So looking at Adidas, um, we're wondering, so what is, what is the choice, what's the better choice we can, we can present and we can offer to the creators out there on the terms that they would expect and seek from Adidas? So what did you make of the Adidas perspective? I thought, you know, I thought that was really fascinating. Um, and the reason I thought that was fascinating is because uh, there, there's Adidas who are, how, how big are they? Huge. I mean, they're <laughs> global, aren't they? They're this, one of the biggest sportswear brands in the history of the universe. They're a global brand. And um, they can clearly see, and that was articulated there, that climate change is an existential threat to uh, not just to them as a company but to the planet and so um, they they can also say which I, I think is the is the key point here that this offers them a business opportunity to be able to um, offer consumers something that does not um, increase climate change so is a solution in fact to that uh, existential threat, however small. It's in fact a circular economy business model because they're making shoes from uh, recovered, secondary recovered materials, in this case plastic. So here we have a company that is um, responding to climate change and the existential threat that it poses by producing a business model, transforming to a business model that is a circular economy business model. And that, Absolutely. that in a sense is what we've just heard. And yeah. it's, it's those kind of things that we're going to be exploring, I hope, in this podcast. Yeah. I mean, the other interesting thing from my perspective about that clip that we've just heard is that it's, it's clear that it's driven from a consumer perspective, that they want to offer consumers choice because awareness out there is growing and it's not just business pressures, it's consumer pressures well, and that's, that's the ability really to build a brand, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's, that again is interesting because there is a debate, I think, as, as, um, as maybe we'll explore as we go on, there's a debate amongst practitioners and policymakers about the relative contribution that, um, that business can make uh, without the need for regulation and the contribution that 
nations um, and uh, and uh, policymakers and lawmakers can make in in making regulation that forces business to be more sustainable. So here we have an here we have an example of a company that is doing this because it's a, an economic opportunity. Now clearly there has to be some regulation, but wouldn't it be good if we can go along this path as far as possible without the need for regulation? Absolutely. And consumers are just going to demand it more and more anyway, so there's not going to be a great deal of choice if so businesses is, want to remain competitive. And it's the perfect um, solution. It's a, it, it's a sustainable solution that is actually a good product. Yeah, it's a fantastic product. I want those trainers. <laughs> okay, well, um, I think we better move on, otherwise we might have to fill out the, uh, the, in, the, the interest register. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So there's plenty more like that to come. Um, yeah, we've been we've been to a few events over the last few months. Um, you heard there uh, that we were at an Ellen MacArthur um, Circular Economy Acceleration Workshop, and then we've also been talking to people around and about at various different um, events. Uh, so we're very lucky we get to talk to a lot of people. We hope to bring you um, some of the best. Uh, brightest and most interesting people currently working in the circular economy and, uh, and, and, and as Ali said if we haven't managed to get to you call us you know we'd love to talk to you and um, hear about your own stories about how you're putting circular economy into practice especially if it's in a city and we can contextualize it that would be marvelous um, this is all about accelerating that transition so we want to uh, throw a light on some of the best examples that we can and talk to some of the brightest and the best so um, I'm sure if you're listening to this already you are one of the best and the brightest uh-huh. <laughs> of course of course and uh, yeah if we build it they will come Indeed. so um, it's going to be uh, hosted on our website www.lwarb.gov.uk um, and follow us on Twitter and on LinkedIn just type in London Waste and Recycling Board on either of those and you'll find us.